Thank you for tuning in to the Next Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Lovejoy. And today we have a special guest, former NFL running back and now successful entrepreneur, Justin Forsett. So Justin Forsett played nine years in the NFL with teams like the Seattle Seahawks, Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions, and the Denver Broncos. Justin's best season came in 2014 as a member of the Ravens, where he not only rushed for over 1,200 yards, but was a Pro Bowl selection. So now Justin is the founder and CEO of Hustle Clean. Hustle Clean has been featured on Shark Tank, Fox, CBS, NBC, and Cheddar. The company's products include an on-the-go shower collection called the Shower Pill, which consists of a novel body wipe proven to kill 99% of germs, has taken off with the availability at over a thousand locations, including Target, Crunch Fitness, Farmasa, and UFC gyms. Hustle Clean's company mission is to inspire and empower people to live their best lives. They believe that the cornerstone of this mission includes their commitment to give back. So Hustle Clean has also been on the ground to offer much needed help during the crises at Flint, Michigan, Hurricane Harvey in Texas, and Puerto Rico for Hurricane Maria. So that's a little bit of background on Justin and his business. So with that being said, we're going to get straight into the conversation. First, Justin, if you would start us off by kind of telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, uh, where you're from, things of that nature. Yeah, uh, happy to. One, first, appreciate you having me on. Um, like Caleb said, I'm a nine-year NFL veteran, former Pro Bowl running back with the Baltimore Ravens, um, now entrepreneur within the package good space. Um, I have my and Hustle Clean, uh, where we create uh, hygiene products for the everyday athlete. And uh, my background, uh, of course, being in sports and fitness most of my life, uh, came from very humble beginnings, a small town out of Florida. I grew up a town of 3,000 people, and not a lot of people make it out to accomplish their dreams and goals and aspirations in life. Just a blue-collar town, uh, country living. And, um, you know, I desired at an early at an early age, I wanted more uh, for myself uh, and for my, my future family. So I uh, fought really hard, dangerously hard to overcome some obstacles and adversity early on in my life and uh, some limitations. And, uh, you know, was able to get into uh, great college, going to UC Berkeley and, and then graduating there and then getting drafted by the Seattle Seahawks and then going on to the NFL career. But that's just a, a little background, a snapshot of, you know, kind of where I came from, but definitely a lot of adversity and it's always the path to success is not like a straight line. It was definitely a zig and zag uh, uh, a lot along the way. For sure, for sure. And so uh, talking about kind of like your, your upbringing, you know, going to Cal Berkeley, um, what was that like coming from a smaller town, you know, Florida, you know, transitioning to Dallas and then going to a UC Berkeley? Have you ever been out West Coast before or was it just a completely different vibe? It was definitely a different vibe. I mean, you're coming from a small country town in Florida, and then when I moved to Texas, my junior high school, and then uh, going to, you know, Bay Area, Berkeley, California, it was a culture shock. Uh, it's, a, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of different, uh, you know, just the belief systems, and I mean, this the whole vibe energy is, is different from the South. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. Um, I love the South, but I love the Bay too. Uh, it really, I really grew up there in the Bay, matured in, um, you know, a lot of aspects of my life. So, um, love that experience. Met my wife there, so can't complain. Uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And so, did you, um, when when you first started in the league and you know business, did you always have business kind of on your mind um, at the back? You know, thinking like, man, I want to start a business when I when this time comes to an end, or did it kind of just happen? Man, um, you know. 
I had definitely had, uh, you know, aspirations to be in the business world. Um, I, my, my business major was around consumer behavior and globalization. So uh, I was like more geared towards like the market side, the marketing side of thing, maybe having a job on Madison Avenue, uh, you know, helping some, helping some firm or agency. And, uh, but as far as like being an entrepreneur, it just really came up on me. Uh, I saw a pain point within the, the space and the industry and uh, attacked it. But also a variable that played into that was the fact that I was uh, being let go. Uh, I was fired six times throughout my career early on. I think the first three years, uh, I was fired at least twice. So um, I started to think about what, what I wanted to do when football was over. And I saw the stat that like 80% of football players, two years after they retire, are either bankrupt, divorced, or depressed. And I didn't want to be in that number. Um, I saw guys like um, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, um, you know, Roger Stallback, Emmitt Smith, people that really had trained well outside of the, the game and you really use their their platform in sports to kind of propel them into the next phase of life and they they excelled. So that's that's the number I wanted to be in. For sure, for sure. Definitely kind of changing, uh, not being like another statistic as far as that, that goes. So uh, we're going to backtrack a little bit. So what exactly is your business? What, what exactly the purpose? Like, what do you do or how did, you know, yeah, uh, so we're a mission-driven active care brand. So what we do is we try to impact the world by creating, you know, convenient products with clean ingredients for this active consumer. So things that you can take along with you throughout your busy schedule, throughout your day. Um, we had started out with our first product, our hero product, the, the disposable washcloth, antibacterial toilet that removes sweat, dirt, and body odor uh, for this everyday athlete that's moving from place to place. Um, and then uh, just kind of really grew from there. Uh, we expanded our product offering now um, outside of the wipe space, but uh, it's been kind of that really cool intersection between hustle and hygiene is where we meet the consumer uh, at the point of sweat. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what we do, who we are. We try to make sure that we're we're actually out in our community, not only investing in the quality of our goods, but then the quality of our communities around us. So serving um, those who are in need, those that lack access to clean water, those that uh, have limitations or restrictions when it comes to resources and funds for us, uh, comes to youth sports. Uh, we're, we're giving out scholarships. So, uh, yeah, that's who we are. That's, that's, that's impressive, man. You know, um, having a product like yours. So uh, for, for some of the people who don't know exactly what the product itself is, uh, doing some research for, for, to me, I think the value in is, is how so you can save time and still be cleanliness. Um, so, for example, um, when you were, you know, bouncing around from, you know, training to watching film to different meetings, you know, have time to go hop in the shower, you know, do all that stuff. Is it beneficial to kind of have your product, you know, wipe off real quick, you know, be clean, you know, smell decent, head into the next meeting or? Yeah, for sure. That was kind of the the goal because we realized as athletes that it was always the deferred shower after every interval of sweat. So it's not every time that you get done with a sweat drenched practice that you can hop right into a shower. Like you got lunch, you got meetings, uh, you got physical therapy sessions. So you would sit in those times, you're like hours go by and you're just like sitting in this bacteria and filth. And uh, we wanted a solution so you can really wipe down and at least feel comfortable and confident uh, that you are clean until you can get into the shower. So it's kind of that in between. For sure. I, I played not in the NFL, but in high school, you know, and knowing how them boys smell back then, I can imagine, you know, someone six foot seven, you know, 200 plus pounds. I can't imagine, you know, sitting around like that all day, especially, you know, having that on me. Uh, so can you tell us more, you know, some of the, the 
a lot of times with this growing day and age, you know, people are more uh, aware of where their products are coming from and how what that company is doing to kind of give back. And you mentioned some of the really interesting things you're doing with the community and how y'all giving back. Uh, would you mind touching more base on that? Yeah, it's important that, you know, I always say that you know, we're mission driven and we're not a company with a mission, but we're a mission that just so happens to be a company. Um, if you look back in at least my career, uh, I've not only wanted to be, you know, this great football player on the field, but also wanted to leave a lasting impact in the communities that I was in. And, uh, you know, that involved, you know, philanthropic uh, opportunities when it presented itself to make sure I was seizing those moments uh, to give back. And, you know, because at the end of the day, um, those are the things that are going to last. Um, those are things that we're going to remember when we're laying on our deathbed. Uh, I truly believe it's the friends, the friends and relationships that we've made and the lives we impact. And I took that approach and we took that approach as a business is that figure out, okay, way beyond the PL statements, um, how can we impact the world around us and the communities that we're in? And, uh, you know, two of the initiatives that we started was Shower to the People, Free Play. Shower to the People is our uh, initiative to go out and provide our products and resources to communities that lack access to clean water. And then uh, Free Play is our initiative to serve those uh, underserved uh, youth that are priced out of sports, where sports has been a great benefit for all of the founders in this business. Um, and it's really gotten me to where I am today. A lot of life skills I learned through sports. And I think every kid should at least have the opportunity to play if they choose to. So, uh, so we make sure that we're sponsoring and, you know, giving scholarship to the kids um, that come from our communities to uh, at least have that opportunity to, to, to play sports. So that's how we give back. Uh, we're also doing some things around the Black Entrepreneur Now, um, where we're creating networks to provide access into some of these brick and retailers where there have been a lot of restrictions and barriers uh, over the last few years and uh, trying to uh, just provide resources, education, and access. 100%, 100%. And I... It's kind of interesting seeing how uh, business has changed due to, you know, the COVID and stuff going on. So, you know, back in the day, you had those gatekeepers, you know, the, the people, you know, answering the phones like, oh, we, can we schedule a meeting? Nowadays, for example, you can just hit someone up in the DMs and say, hey, like, you know, I like this, I like that. Um, so what's one thing that you've kind of had to adjust to um, during this COVID crisis uh, for business? Has it always been kind of, you know, you teleworking because you're always on the, on the road so much or was it kind of hard to adjust to that? No, man, it hasn't been hard to adjust, but it has been different. Uh, I spent a lot of time pre-COVID being on the road, traveling. Last year, I was about 70 flights up in the air, so uh, going somewhere almost every week, um, and that's with business and speaking, and uh, uh, it was just tough on the body. And uh, now that COVID has hit and this pandemic we're in, it's just allowed me to be uh, more efficient with my time and things that meetings that I've had on the road uh, are now Zoom or, or emails. And uh, I think it works better that way. I think we're going to see a lot of balance, a little mixture between the both um, moving forward. You know, have to meet when you're, you're closing deals. You're probably going to have to have a little face-to-face -face with some people, some serious deals. But uh, most of these things can be done digitally and virtually. So uh, uh, we've adjusted, and uh, it's been great. Sure, for sure. Definitely adapt, and that's kind of one thing that's helped you throughout your career is being able to adapt. So, um, so moving forward, um, we're going to talk more so, you know, on, you know, you being labeled as an underdog, right? So I read somewhere that, you know, you um, had an offer from Notre Dame coming out of school and they pulled that. You had, you won one from, uh, you know, the Longhorns, you know, Texas, UT, and then um, that didn't pan out and you ended up going to UC Berkeley. 
So kind of how important was your mindset throughout the whole process of not just even coming up, but like maintaining and staying in the league? Like how important was your mindset? It was hugely important, man. Uh, I faced a lot of rejection. I faced a lot of resistance in order to get to where I, where I eventually got to in in, in NFL. Um, but that mindset, just knowing that, man, um, believing in myself and the the gift the gifts that God has given me, like I I knew that if I was given an opportunity, I would make the most out of it, and I always prepared uh, as if I was the best um, to ever do it. You know, that was my mindset. Like if someone gave me a chance. They wouldn't regret it. And I didn't train. Like, I got to the Pro Bowl my seventh year in the NFL, you know. Um, and I always trained like I was a Pro Bowl running back when I was, so, you know, from high school on. That was my mindset. Mm. I just didn't do that, you know, uh, overnight. You know, that, that took years and years of me being consistent in my craft and learning and getting better day in and day out. So the mindset was hugely important because uh, if I didn't have that, that the mindset and the spiritual uh, strength that I had, um, I wouldn't have been able to last. What What are some of like the hurdles you faced, like, or and were they obvious, or is it kind of like you had to come to the conclusion, like, dang, maybe you know? Yeah, no, um, you know, first of all, you know, my limitations or so-called perceived uh, limitations when it comes to stature. You know, I was undersized when it came to you know being a running back in the NFL or in college, you know, a lot of, just all my life, I was, it was the short guy on the field. So big 5'8", 195 pounds, you know, 200 pound running back. It is not really wowing people off the bus. So I really had to do more and really try to find ways to stand out um, amongst the crowd. So um, yeah, it was just me. It was just me seeing that, knowing that people had these limitations on me and constantly being told no, being released or cut from teams and just being like, Okay, uh, I'm a. I'm not gonna allow these moments of adversity to define me, but refine me better. So uh, that was the that was the mindset, and you know, trying to overcome some of those things. For sure, for sure. It, you, so when you said you trained like you were gonna be in the Pro Bowl, did you, did you ever like self visualize yourself? You know, juking someone out, or like in the Super Bowl or Pro Bowl or what have you, like a big championship game? Did you ever have that practice where you're like, okay, like kind of four sets the, to the ten, the twenty, you know? Was yeah. you have that, you know, or just in general, you know, accepting any awards or? Man, you definitely have to visualize the success. I can remember countless days looking out my window, just thinking about, you know, making it to Hawaii, going to a Pro Bowl or, you know, signing that big contract, being able to take care of my family. I mean, in order for it to come um, to fruition, I believe that you have to believe it first. And uh, that becomes with visualizing day in and day out. And that's how I saw my success. Like every, every game, I always would sit down and I would just think, meditate about like me being successful, visualizing, having, you know, the big runs, the big plays, the touchdowns. And, uh, you know, that puts you in the mind frame to at least be in that point where you can maximize the opportunity when it comes. For sure. For sure, man. And again, uh, it's always I'm always interested, you know, in in the the backs because it's like for me I I'm five seven I, I'm five eight on a good day, <laughs> but but I'm seeing seeing you know that's impressive man because people um you don't really get how how hard that is especially when you go to these these football games you can see the size of these players and not only are they large or human large human beings but like these people are athletic like these aren't you know some slow you know moving around guy like and you have someone your size competing with them 
and is and, and on top of that getting a pro ball like that's different man you, you got to be built different mentally and so talking more so on the pro bowl um what was that like going you know to hawaii and playing you know did you have any new experiences any firsts or anything like that man well the pro bowl when i went was actually in scottsdale arizona so i didn't get to go to hawaii but it ended up working out uh because my wife was pregnant at the time and she wouldn't have been able to make that trip to hawaii but um but yeah no it was special man it was uh answer to a lot of prayers uh i i will always remember that experience that week long being able to bring my family out my trainer that really invested time with me over the years to really get me to the place that you know i was able to get to and just like man it was really more so about the people of my community the, the, my support system that actually helped me uh get to that point so that's what i remember most about that we hanging out my wife my wife and um, my son uh, at the time being able to to go and enjoy and hang out at the poolside by you know with tony romo and his folks and you know the Marcus Ware and meet all these really cool people so for sure for sure man um well, with that being said um I don't have anything else on the questions list so we can end the meeting and if you want to chop it up afterwards and you know kind of just sit and talk you know I know we kind of didn't go too in depth but uh I wanted to respect your time and I don't want to hold you for too I, I think we we covered a, a good bit uh I just want to encourage people um to you know not lie about it not allow anyone to place you in a box, man. Uh, I'm, so many people throughout my life uh, tried to place me in these boxes and you know put these limitations on me and tell me what I could and couldn't do. Boxes are for things, not people. So don't allow anybody to put you in one. Um, that would be my my last parting words. For sure. I, I just before say everyone.